Hello, you horny little headcrabs. Welcome to episode 42 of... Should it not have been episode 69? <gasps> oh, shit. Cancel all plans. Change all plans. Plans? Mm-hmm. Ross? Hiya. How are you? How are you? I'm good, thank you. You, you look very laid back and chilled and you've got this particular... This sort of uh, body language that suggests, yeah, I'm ready to do this. Really? Because I'm quite hungover. That's no surprise. Is it not? Well, you just because you like having a little bit of a drink on a, a Saturday, tipple. Saturday night. It's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday right now. So we're uh, back in layer 1.0 for the first time in two... Wow. Did we record the Christmas episode here? We did, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, right, yeah. So it's been a couple of months. Hope you didn't miss with too much head crabs. Did you? Did I miss this? No, I'm speaking to the head crowd, I'm right. looking at you. Did okay. you miss this, Ross? Oh. <laughs> I've always... Cold, cold I've always were talking to the, <laughs> the listeners. <laughs> I have missed it as much as you imagine. <laughs> I have missed it. <laughs> I'll make up my own mind on that one. Mm-hmm. I've missed it. Oh, have you? As in, I've had a lot of time to play on the Xbox. Yeah. I've had a lot of time to play on the Xbox. So what you're saying is like, if say you're out of work and you played on the Xbox all the time, eventually you would get sick of playing on the Xbox. Yeah, I'm almost at that point. Not, oh, is not, that why we're doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at the point where I'm sick of playing on the Xbox, but I'm getting to the point where I'm like, right, I'm, I'm playing on average the Xbox enough right now. Oh. So I'm like completing assignments on particular games and mm-hmm. stuff like that and actually progressing through single player campaigns and stuff and then really in, I'm really enjoying my life at the moment oh, Ross that's lovely to hear yeah and then this comes back into it and you right. know yeah okay. speaking of podcasts uh, the producer of the Gone Osair podcast has been working on another podcast the Life Bath podcast which released two weeks ago and the next episode is coming out today of course that'll be out for a week and a half by the time this episode comes okay. out so I hope yeah. you've listened to it listeners the Life Bath podcast hopefully it'll be on iTunes by then check mm. it out the editing and the production is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Content. <laughs> so a variation Ross, on that joke again. Yeah, I know. Uh, we've basically got three jokes that we just recycle. We used to have four, but then in the happened. climate, we can't do that anymore. Well, because of the the fact that this is, uh, well, what you've desperately wanted to do for a long time, isn't it, Ross? Ever since the start of this podcast. What end the podcast? <laughs> you wanted to, That's to, what do I wanted to do a love stroke sex special. You're not stroking me. <laughs> uh, so you wanted to do that for years. So I finally relented and said, okay, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very apt that in Gone Ox Player, we actually almost, almost brought that joke out of retirement. So you'll have to listen carefully to that one, listener, head crab, listener. Yeah. So, and also, listeners, mm, yeah. you try and work out who you believe. Was it my idea to do this podcast about sexy times on computer games, or do you think it was Tom's? That's a good question. Or was it the producers? Oh, God. So Split personality you... <laughs> problems going on here. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What does he mean? I don't know what he means. So if you do want to get in touch and let us know who you think uh, decided this, hashtag Team Ross, hashtag Team Tom. Mm-hmm. Then you send us a tweet at Gonarxlair, G-O-N-A-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R. You can email us, Gonarxlair at yahoo.co.uk. Facebook if you want. Yeah. One post on Facebook every couple of weeks. That's that's enough for me, I think. Oh. And um, what we've got coming up in part one, was that Ross? Was that yeah, yeah, please tell me. Okay, so here's what we've got coming up in, in part one, because it's two-part, as always. All right. 
So we have a few messages from some of our biggest fans. We have some gaming news and chat. Mm -hmm. The community challenge. And perhaps a special sexy edition of the Sensi Soaks update, maybe. A little sexy, a little sprink, sprinkle a little bit of uh, sex on that. Right? Some sex sexual up. intrigue, no. Sex it up, like a sexed up dossier. How would you sex up a dossier, Ross? Just draw a big <laughs> cock on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you... Uh, <laughs> no. When drawing a cock, mm. do you uh, put pubes on? Um, well, that's kind of like, you're talking about that American Vandal type of thing. Well, I suppose, I'm, yeah, that could be your reference, yeah. Can I just tell you a story in my work? Mm -hmm. We needed the the road tarmacking or repairing. Uh-huh. And eventually, it took them ages to come out. Mm -hmm. And when they did, it was down for a little bit before someone drew a big yeah. cock in it. Uh -huh. And then they were trying to work out... Because we're going to get legitimately wrong for this. Uh -huh. And we're trying to work out how it was. Because at the front of the office, there's a post box at the front of the office. Uh -huh. And that has a picture of a cock on as well. <laughs> and the, this was before American Vandal. They were uh -huh. trying to work out. Because this one has balls. <laughs> the balls are like like together on that one. Yeah. Yet on the other drone, they were like hanging low. It was a very unique picture. Yeah. But then people argued that perhaps it was the cement that caused, you know... And did, the they do, did they do recreations, like trying to draw a, a, a penis in the cement compared to drawing it on the side of a post box? And they just say, you see, this is the, the drag. The drag in the cement caused an, un, an unfortunate tapering mm -hmm. of the penis towards the tip. Um, therefore, Your Honour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly, I, I was not privy to... That was probably happening behind closed doors, and you know. Because yeah. I was probably a suspect at one point. Oh, I would imagine... I mean, you got away with it. I didn't draw the cock. <laughs> are, are you going to Are you going to plead the fifth? You can't do that in this country. You just could still. Well, you could still do it. It means nothing, but you can still yeah. Well, I'm just like I'm sorry, you're in the wrong country. Anyway, carry on. Part two, we will be talking about sex games. Yeah, and no. we will have a hardcore triple X rated edition of the Gun Arcs player. Yeah, I would say little kids aren't allowed to listen to it because it's probably best not. Yeah. No. So, without further uh, do, mm -hmm. try to think of a sexy word there. I uh, couldn't. Um, still can't. Right. Let's do it. Is this the foreplay? Oh, right. Okay. I like that, Ross. Enough of the foreplay. Uh, let's get <laughs> let's down get, to the... <laughs> let's get down to the, the dirtiness of, oh. of part one. Uh, yep. Sweet, Ross. We've got a couple of messages. Okay. Unrelated to sex. Well, actually, no, that's not true. One of them is unrelated to sex. Right. But it's from a sexy guy, Inspector okay. Fogg. He says, Dear Tom and Ross, Enjoy the John Carpenter special and totally agree with Ross how the fog is a real atmosphere film. It's oh. my favourite of his films, in fact. Oh, interesting. The narrative device of the local radio station is amazing. Across the story, you really feel the fog closing in and wonder what it will bring. It's just my opinion, but I think it's the real masterpiece of the synth horror world. And I'm normally right about things. <laughs> I'd better get back to cooking this chilli. <laughs> really love the episode. Class, yours, Fog. Oh, nice. Can you think of another uh, another film that uses a similar uh, method to drive the narrative? Um, explain a little bit further by that. With the local radio station. Warriors. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. High five. Okay. 
So there you go. Thank you very much, Fog. I'm glad you enjoyed the John Carpenter special. That was mm-hmm. November's episode. I have to say, it was, in my opinion, mediocre at best. No, no, in my opinion, it was a great episode, Ross. Yeah, and haven't we got a bit more news about John Carpenter? We do. That's coming up also in uh, part two of this episode. Okay, awesome. I forgot. I neglected to say that at the start. I'm sorry. I'm apologising to you and to the listener. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Next message. Mm-hmm. This one's from Retro Mac, eh? I'll say that. I'll say that in a normal way because that sounded weird, didn't it? Retro Mikey. Did you understand what I, I said? understood? All oh, right, oh, that's okay then. So he says, "Love special." No. Oh. <laughs> Hello, guys. Missed you. Oh, that's nice. What a sweetheart. I've seen him loads. What's he talking about? Um. Anyways, I heard you were doing a love special, a love stroke sex special. Which is ironic, really, since I have found, as a gamer, it wasn't greatly received by the fairer sex. Oh. But I thought I would share some of the things my loves have got me gaming-wise over the years. Oh, very nice. I'm just going to list them and not go into details. Fine. That's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. not fucking about in no. this message. That's the, the general idea I get from this. He ain't fucking about here. So, Final Fantasy IX. Valentine's present. That's a bit of detail. Not too much, but a little bit of detail. Yeah. PS2 Slim, when my fat one broke. Xmas. Marvel Superheroes Lego on the wrong system. Ooh, birthday. <laughs> Whoops. Thanks. Thanks. Really great. I'm yeah. really happy with this. If, did you, is that the receipt there, is it? <laughs> one Last Love still has an old C64 of mine, including some rarer games. Guess I'll never see that again. Aww. Not bitter about that at all, I'm sure. But all in all, I can't think of any sexy games, but Elvira artwork was quite hot for its time. Prince, what was she called? Thingy of Darkness? Queen yeah. of Darkness or something? There was a... Actually, Elvira, sorry. we'll probably talk about this in the next episode, but um, I think Amiga was where things got sexy for me. <laughs> really? Like mm. what was shown in the player when we played free games on said system. Yes. Listen, listen for that one in part two. It's very, very exciting. You might want to listen to it by yourself <laughs> in, a, oh in a dark room with a box of your favourite tissues. Double ply. Retro Mikey goes on to say, I put you guys onto Sex Vixens. I think it was okay, but I've never played. Okay. Uh, strip Poker, possibly the most disappointing thing of my youth. Haha. Is, do you think that that'll be different to Sam Fox's Strip Poker? There's hundreds of them. Is there really? On the Amiga. Yeah. Um... There's Penthouse one, there's loads. Well, there's Maria Whitaker's big Christmas box. Remember that we were mm. talking about? How could I forget? <laughs> Maria Whitaker's, uh, well, it was Christmas box, wasn't it? Fucking brilliant, that. Um, but I, <laughs> Christmassy box. But I think my main love in all my gaming years has been my consoles. As a wise man once told me, you were never alone with a console. That does sound like something I would say, but I don't think I was the wise man in that instance. But I would argue if you ha- you did not have access to electricity, you would not be... <laughs> you could still hook the console and gain warmth warmth from its plastic exterior. Uh, what do you think... What uh, is love? What do you think... So, if we're likening consoles to women, what, what do you think an Xbox would be? It, but like a body part. Or what do you mean? Like, if it was a, do you think it would be like a, like what type of woman would you it be? Do you think an Xbox? Athletic. <laughs> Athletic. That was totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> Um. Ooh. The Xbox One X. Aye. Um. High performance. Uh, bit noisy when she gets going. Oh my god! I, 
right i'm instantly regretting pizza up quite quickly <laughs> she uh, gets hot but overall extremely satisfying experience okay mm-hmm. yeah and in 4k that's not really... what about you what, what would you say the playstation 4 is the equivalent um <laughs> so, yeah, i, I don't want to object this is women so... like oh. you are doing it <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much so degrading hey soz this, this is awful hey soz i'm so glad this isn't really me this is yeah, just yeah. my gonox layer persona do you know what's beautiful about the life bath podcast what? is they like talk about proper things yeah. and like and this is where you can just talk <laughs> about how it An Xbox be. seems like a woman. You <laughs> horrible human being, you. Absolute polar opposites. <laughs> so, I actually did say to Kelly, you might want to not reference the Gonox Live podcast at any time. Oh, promotion yeah. of your podcast, like Because if anyone goes, oh, we'll check that one out as well. Oh, <laughs> you prick. Uh, so, the only link, remember, is the producer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he says, to, to bring his uh, message to a close, he says, keep up good work. Uh, catch up soon. New will. Retro oh, Mikey, mm-hmm. Ret. He's been doing some awesome work building a... Yeah, the... Arcade, hasn't the, he? Um, the Bubble Bubble... Mm-hmm. Arc, uh, what's it called, man? Pie, like a retro, retro pie, pie sort yeah. Of thing. yeah. Desktop. Mm-hmm. Bar top. Fuck me. Whew, got there in the end. It's absolutely beautiful, yeah. I think I might have shared a couple of his photos. If not, the producer will. Uh, P.S. Quick plug for the 27th of April... I don't believe we said this was okay, but that's fine. Uh, Nerd Retro Fair. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. More details to come. Watch with Facebook page. We'll be sharing the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. It'll be class. One more message. One more message. Is that all right? Yeah, that's that? fine, yeah. Okay. So, messages from Chris Dubbs. Mm-hmm. Starts with, hey, dudes, good way to start. Hope you're both well and galvanized after the little break. I am, Ross. Mm. <laughs> Feeling suitably hot and sweaty for the steamy episode? <laughs> you know it, baby. Looking forward to seeing what sexy games you've managed to unearth from the archives for the head-to-head. I'm sure there are some pretty dubious ones. I foresee lots of joystick waggling in your futures. Mm. Luckily like, enough, we're, they didn't get past the... Terry's not here, is he? He's the, he's the oh, king. Oh, he's the master. King, uh... What was it, joystick? Uh, what was it? wasn't thrashing, but it was something like that. Anyway, I'll keep this brief. Do you think he's referring to like briefs? Oh, God. By my standards, so as not to ruin the mood. Quite the, quite the opposite. Uh, I'm predicting that the general flavour of this episode will be that games don't tend to focus on love stroke sex a great deal, and that when they do, they mostly handle it, ooh, <laughs> he said ooh, pretty badly. <laughs> I know Ross has mentioned it before, but God of War 3's, 3's sex scene with Aphrodite comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Comes. <laughs> Complete with the button prompts and stick twists. Oh, baby! Yeah. That's just how you do it in real life, isn't it, Russell? That must have been like a duck to water. Mm-hmm. That's where I get all my moves from. Are you? Kratos. I suppose it was arguably amusing, but added nothing to the game, really, and just felt pretty embarrassing. Now, keep that in mind. Keep that that particular comment uh, in mind, and we'll discuss that towards the end of uh, the podcast. Definitely. Um, GDA didn't do much better. Stripping, online dating, sexting. Was a sexting in that? Oh, Jesus Christ. Could you upskirt? On in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. It's just become a criminal offence, upskirting, so that's... Good. Scuppered a lot of uh, the producer's plans. I'm sick of it happening to me. Oh, switcheroo, switcheroo. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. It's all in there. But again, felt pretty pointless and, in GTA 5 at least, just an excuse to eventually get to some sex noises. Do you want to do your best sex noise, Ross? 
Anna. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> Anna. Anna. Got a headache. And then, of course, we have the infamous hot coffee mini game from San Andreas. Admittedly, that didn't make it into the final game, but we're still present enough to be able to be modded into it later on. Anyone who doesn't know what it is can check it out on the old Googles, over 18s only, please. But safe to say it's pretty much the same as God of War's efforts, only worse. Anyway, I can already feel the passion waning, so I'll try to wrap this up, <laughs> wrap it up, before you slap it up, with what I thought were some good efforts. Oh. The Witcher series certainly got a lot better with Lerve as it went on. Being able to have sex started off as a bit of a pointless gimmick in the first game was improved a bit by part two, <laughs> but finally at least felt a bit more than just the sex in Witcher 3. Would you Have you got any comments on that? Because you played it, haven't you? I played Witcher War uh, 2, yeah. but um, as was established earlier when you were showing me um, a romantic achievement on The Darkness, a mm. game that I'd finished, mm -hmm. I couldn't remember that. In fact... Watch doing some research for the second part. There was a uh, Wolfenstein the reboot. There was mm -hmm. a sex scene in that in a cutscene that mm -hmm. I'd completely forgot about. Yeah. So I don't know if I just like forget when I've seen them. They're all terrible, like. Yeah. Um, we'll probably touch upon that further in the second part, but mm -hmm. yeah. Bioware games like the Mass Effect and Dragon Age 2 have done a good job and gotten better and better too, with a lot of varied romantic options that were pretty inclusive as well. They also managed to make these feel a lot more substantial by having various side missions linked to them, etc., and even carrying them over through more than one game. Having to choose whether to remain faithful or not, etc. So you could do uh, a little bit of adultery. Well, I've only played the early Dragon Age ones, and I liked them. Mm -hmm. it, it was similar to Mass Effect. Yeah. But, like, they're on my list, my limited list. Yeah. In fact, his, his emails making my list become... Like Shriver. redundant, <laughs> so I'll stop Shriver. reading. <laughs> You're making your list, your list. Oh, you it, right. Look a bit shriveled and redundant. Stop. Yeah. Lastly, I just want to give a particularly sloppy kiss to the teams behind the two Darkness games. Oh, both of which had scenes which I thought were genuinely romantic, and some of the best examples of love stroke romance that I've seen in games. <laughs> I'll finish that sentence weirdly. For me, they both showed that it can really add to a game, even if it isn't a main focus, as long as it's done well. They also both had achievements attached to make sure you are paying attention. <laughs> we just well, we've just watched them, haven't we, Ross? Yeah, I had to watch them before we we recorded. Mm -hmm. um, he said, "I've added a couple of links below to remind you of the scenes I'm talking about. I'll let you check it out for the first time if you're not familiar." Incidentally, they're both really good games too, and well worth checking out. Now, I said I made the joke that I bet you an achievement pops up at mm -hmm. the end of this. And it'll be something like called <laughs> Demon Dick. And congratulations, you successfully used your Demon Dick 5G or something, which at the time you laughed. Uh, um, so I'm sure they listen after the first time hearing that would laugh. Do you want to pretend to laugh just to... I, I think pretend to laugh and pretend to sneeze are just things that I can't do. You'd never fake a laugh with me, would you? No. No. Oh, all true. <laughs> What do you think of them cutscenes? Or mini games or whatever you would call them? Because you had to do stuff, didn't you? Like, look at Jenny. Honestly, I mean, I have very... I, I don't like stuff like that. No. I, I, I've got to admit, the older I'm getting... And you said this with Red Dead, which, by the way, for anyone who cares, I still haven't got Red Dead. <laughs> anyone that cares, El Chapo? Yeah. Well, she's just been put in... He, she's been put in prison. Yes. So, ah, yes. you so know... Communications that's why there's no message from El Chapo. Stop trying to traffic drugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where I'm just you, wherever you put them, referring to sex games, you could mm. be putting them any, anywhere. So, but yeah, I, I did send a message and said like, um, 
heard you've been uh, tried, convicted, uh, rot in hell, but please do stay in touch. Yeah. So hopefully when El Chapo gets his, her uh, pen pal rights or whatever you'd call them, mm-hmm. then he, her can continue writing to the show. Um, but yeah. So what I was going with that was, Sorry, I, yeah. I said that, I, you know, I just don't enjoy games like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should go back and have a go. See. Of the darkness. No, of um, like oh. a, a big open world game like okay, Red yeah. Dead or um, but I did play Horizon Zero Dawn recently oh, and yeah. it was all right. I uh, finished it. It was it had some problems with it. It had a stealth mechanic in it as well, and I played through the game. I think a massive part, and I don't know if you'll agree, a massive part is we've said so many times how much time we've got to play, mm-hmm. and it's just so daunting. As soon as you start a massive game like that, your my brain anyway can't help but look towards what I've got coming. And you look at, even literally looking at the entire open world and think, God, it's amazing, it's massive. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, I haven't got time to play this. And that's kind of, it's difficult to overcome that, in my opinion, the daunting well, aspect of it. What's weird about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is it got a few things wrong that, um, so I haven't played an open world game for ages. Uh-huh. And um, the weather on the game was really weird. Uh-huh. Like, all of a sudden... It just felt you go from like sunshine mm-hmm. to um, a snowy area, and it just felt really. It didn't work yeah. correctly. Um, there was other bits. The AI in the game was thick as fuck. Uh-huh. Like you were just hiding the long grass. The mechanic was you're hiding the long grass. No mm-hmm. one sees you. And I would just throw these stones, and people like I like the the robots that are like animals because uh-huh. the storyline I actually thought was quite interesting. It was a science fiction type thing. Mm-hmm. Or the humans would just wander over where you threw the stone, and then you would stealth kill them. Right. And you, there was like dead, hu- four or five dead bodies in this one place, and you just keep throwing a stone, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" And they just go over there. Why is it games are getting more pretty, yeah. like more technically advanced, but the AI's just stayed at this one point? It just feels like it hasn't it hasn't progressed at all. Does no, it? that's kind of what I feel. Say if uh, Valve came out with Half Life Three, yeah, I feel like that's probably what they would do. They would they would revolutionise AI because that's kind of the one thing that's really holding games back. And they would come up with this brand new system. You know, we know how they did with the physics and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They always revolutionise and stuff. I feel like that's something that like a company like that would do. It would be like all is forgiven. But I don't I, know. I don't. Maybe it's maybe it can't be done. I don't know. I think uh, it's because it's not flashy people can't look at it straight away and go, oh, wow, the AI in this game is amazing. Yeah. Plus, everything's was going towards multiplayer anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, like, to, to put a lot of work in. But uh, I just, I can't believe... It's the same with Destructional Environment. Yeah. You yeah. have the odd games like Battlefield and that, mm-hmm. that do it. Mm-hmm. But then there's other games where, you know, you're lobbing grenades mm-hmm. at stuff, or dynamite, or, you know, shooting at walls, and they're uh, not making any marks or anything. And... Crackdown 3's come out, and uh, apparently it's pretty shit. Oh, is it? Yeah, the, the destruction stuff, which utilises the cloud technology, mm-hmm. apparently, that we, they were bragging about. It, it's like, it's there, it's present, but I watched a video of it before, and it just looks a bit shit. Mm-hmm. And also, the, the actual shooting mechanics are weird. You just lock onto someone and just shoot. Oh, That's it. There's that no before. skill involved yeah. at all. The skills about actually traversing the environment instead of actually uh, being able to target someone. Mm-hmm. So, well, sadly, I, or not sadly, but I won't be able to access that anyway because it's only on Xbox, Microsoft, yeah, correct? Yes. Crackdown. Terry Crews, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
So just to finish off uh, Chris Stubbs' email, he says, P.S. In relation to playlists, Ross may be able to prove me wrong, but I'm not sure the world of thrash metal offers much in the way of sexy songs, oh. other than sexy double bass drumming, <laughs> and guitar <laughs> solos, of course. By way of substitute, I'd like to offer the bass efforts of Closer by Nine Inch Nails, or for the romantically inclined, the amusing Deborah by Beck. Very tongue-in-cheek, for now, for now. Oh. Now, is closer the one I want to fuck you like an animal? I don't have much experience with uh, Nine Inch Nails. Mm. I didn't do a playlist about sexy times. No, uh, yeah. I mean, Chris will be devastated, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> but you put like Barry White or um, what's Sex Machine by What's His Face? What's His Pants? Um, James Brown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff there. He might be murdered, you know. Pardon? Aye, there's rumours that he might have been murdered. Oh. I mean, everyone knows he's dead, but he might. when he died, there's someone saying, oh, he was murdered. He didn't actually um, die of whatever it was, heart attack or whatever. Like, they think it was a bit like Michael Jackson, you know, how mm-hmm. either murder or manslaughter, you know what I mean, with medication and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'll, we'll talk I'll more about that, that in part two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, that's the end of that messages. Thank you so much for everybody who sent in messages. Yes, thank you. We'll expect one from El Chapo when she's has when she's finished with her processing. Because that's what they say in America. Oh, she's being processed. He, she. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, great. Thanks. Next bit. <laughs> What about a segment that has been absent, maybe for the last couple of episodes, maybe? The news and gaming chat segment. Okay. Let's bring it back. So, I've already personally started building up a good list of movies, TVs and games for 2019. Aye, right. I've started watching quite a few different things and played quite a few games already. Ditto. Yeah. I watched Ghost Stories, the film recently. Aye, I I like that. Really enjoyed that. Really good, isn't it? Surprisingly. Did you see that uh, Mirror Investigation, the newspaper, about 13 different children being taken into care over a two-month period due to gaming, stroke or computer abuse, stroke misuse? So they were playing it too much Aye. and they were taken into care because of it. Banned for now. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, would, I don't think it said which games they were playing, but I, I would be very surprised. You've <laughs> got nothing to do with it. Yeah, um, yeah but... I've never, I've never heard that before, but that's interesting. But then there was also a little report out the other day that I saw that said there's absolutely no link between violent video games influencing children to be violent in real life. Have you know, there's that whole thing going on. There's been a study conducted uh-huh. and they said there's no link, man. There's no link. You know, years ago, absolutely years ago, um, the James Bullinger case. Does anyone remember that in this country? It James was that Bulger. Yeah. James, oh, is it James or Jamie? Jamie. I thought it was James Bullinger. James Bulger. He he got abducted by these two kids and they'd done horrible things to him and yeah. uh and, and they killed him at the end. And uh what they'd done was that this were were then transitioned into a very censored 
the the band Child's Play Free because apparently a similar sort of thing happened in that. Uh-huh. And then they just censored quite a lot of movies. They do this all the time. Mm. They don't look at the psychological problems of people who cause, yeah, like, yeah. Cri- who commit crimes. They just think, oh, it's either music's fault, mm. films or mm. computer games. But that's in the, the news at the minute as well because that... Um... I think it's a TV movie or a, or a, a, a program or something. A documentary has been made mm-hmm. without the parents' consent, so the parents are calling for it to be banned and right. kicking off about it and stuff. Which, which uh, is a very incredibly controversial subject. With not really something that Gonox there has any opinion on whatsoever. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just for fear. But yeah, um, well, I'm technically on. This, I will weird in. I'm on the side of the the family. Yeah, it's their yeah. wishes. I would say I, I I think it's it's a funny one because how many stories like that there've been there's been programs and films made of, but the fact that they didn't speak to them and seek the permission first of all, or even just out of courtesy, like they, they it's public domain the the story, so that the, mm-hmm. the parents couldn't say no, you can't do it, mm-hmm. but out of courtesy they should have said, look, we're making this, this is the idea of what we're trying to show, right. um, do we have your consent in a way. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, I it's watched, just sad and the whole story is just absolutely horrendous. I watched a crazy thing on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight, which uh, has got to be seen to be believed. I've got that on my list. Uh, it's crazy. El Chapo told us to watch that, actually. So anyway, carry on with your news. Yeah, back to some more light-hearted stuff. Um, uh, Half-Life VR. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah I still haven't played VR. I still had that opportunity I and I never picked up on it. Actually, Dave, who uh, I've briefly mentioned later on in this segment he keeps inviting me over to his to play some vr and to have a go in his driving simulator thing that he's created he sent well, me nice. a picture of it yesterday and i hope it's not just a euphemism do you want to have a go on me driving simulator fun well that's one of the things i'm fearful of i'm fearful of putting the vr mask on and like the lad who's invited us over and i like pleasuring himself as i like wander mm. around the room that's why i <laughs> Uh, solely associate myself with gamer girls. Oh, is it? They invite me over, right? And that's an acceptable scenario. Do you know what I mean? Is it? Yeah. You just you got your VR headset on. There's a cutscene, and then there's a little gap, and all you hear in the background is, "Oh my <laughs> god, it's You're open like, season, isn't that? it?" For like, uh... um. So next, new Bioshock, codenamed Parkside. Right, yeah. That's literally all I've got to say about that. Okay. Borderlands 3. Apparently ah, yeah. it's been sort of confirmed it's coming. Mm-hmm. Fable, developed by Playground Games, the people who make uh, Horizon... Horizon... Zero Dawn. No. Um, I always do that, don't Forza I? Horizon. Right, yeah. Uh, that's on its way. Someone might be interested in that. Mm-hmm. What about Bungie splitting from Activision? Yeah. Mm, big balls on them, I've said. Mm-hmm. Uh, they must be sick. This is just my opinion. They must be sick of them choking the life out of their products with microtransactions. Do you think... Hmm, I have now, a slight worry about um, Shadows Only Die Twice, all right. which is the From Software game. It's coming out with Activision. Is it? I'm, I'm sure it is. Eh? Mm. So I hope they don't fucking... It's not looking good for Activision. Like, what about... I've said, I mean, this will never happen, but Blizzard could be next, maybe? Or would DICE split from EA, do you think? Because DICE are, I would say, have a similar relationship with EA where their products come out and are choked because 
I'll, in my but from what I can see from the outside, it looks like EA are saying, "Oh, you need this, you need this. We need to make as much money as possible from it." Yeah, and it's publishers. Mm-hmm. Publishers seem to be the worst part of the gaming industry by far. They're necessarily yeah, evil, though. I, I, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame. Red Dead Redemption Two, the the online mode is still in beta, mm-hmm. but they've added Gun Rush, and that's. Just read the description. Gunrush, where where you'll put your survival instincts to the test, gathering weapons and ammunition while the play area shrinks in this new mode for up to 32 players. Available to play now in free-for-all and team variations, where the last one standing wins. So what does that sound like to you? (laughs) About right. I haven't tried it because I haven't tried it. So if anyone wants to let me know what it's like, please do get in touch. Yeah, I suppose we're well, a bit guilty of being a bit close-minded, but since I don't have Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. um, there's a very small likelihood that I've actually played that. Have you not got Red no. Dead Redemption 2? Oh, okay. But I did finish Dead Cells. Oh, did you? So, Did the update help? Yeah, oh, immensely helped. So and I've been waiting dropped. for this update to come. Who teased, who teased that? Yeah, it was you, Tom. I was downloading loads because... Uh, there's a free game you might be talking about later on, which is a Battle Royale. Yes, I will be. So I'm downloading that. I'm downloading Hitman because that was free with the PlayStation. But that, the, what was annoying about that was it was so many different versions of it, like free levels and stuff. Okay. So it took ages. So when it was, I was all lo- free, though. Every, I, all, oh, cool. So when I was looking at the queue of things that was coming down... Buried in the monks of it was a little file for Dead Cells. I was uh-huh. like, it's finally come. So today, I woke up, hung over the fuck, mm-hmm. and I had one go, and I beat it on my first go. So what was the update then, do you know? It, le- it leveled... It done some other things that makes going through it a bit more interesting. Okay. Where, like, there's challenges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It toyed a bit with some of the... Because restri- it's random, mm-hmm. the uh, the level design. Mm-hmm. So it done a bit with that. But... Uh, the main thing was when you level up, the enemies level up. Uh-huh. So it means that like when you get later on the game, if you weren't really that... And sometimes it wasn't even your fault, but if you weren't really on the money with your, uh, your leveling up, you could get fucked over. And the Hand of the King, which was the final boss, would fuck you over. Mm-hmm. You could get there and through no, no real fault of your own because the weapons are random. And like the scrolls and stuff, you might not stand a chance. Mm-hmm. So the the level he has a a skill level I think attributed to him all the time now, so it doesn't work like that. Right. And then when I got to him, he was absolutely piss easy. It really? was ridiculous. But the game's designed to be finished four times. Right. So okay. I've just finished it the first time. But um, first go, yeah, it was just typical. Half an hour took us to finish the game. Well, so I feel closure, but I yeah. might I'm gonna play through it on the next cell. So you're so, keep going with it. Uh I like what they've done to the game. Yeah, it okay. feels it feels fresh. I love the way it plays. It's just uh Yeah. Excellent. Uh what else have you been playing? Uh um my game of late Christmas and um January was Hollow Knight, uh-huh. which is a Metroidvania two D the exploration in Hollow Knight is what it's it's so fun. It's what makes it unique. Uh-huh. You look at the map and like cause you get new skills making it like um Metroidvania game would. Uh-huh. You look at where you can go and stuff. There's not a proper fast travel. There is a sort of fast travel, but like it means you're going back on yourself but it's never boring. Mm. So I love that. And um 
I've been watching that SNES drunk a lot, mm-hmm. and he recommended a few games. So I've started playing through games on the SNES. Yeah. And strangely enough, a game that I played years ago, it was Terry, Terry's Brothers uh-huh. for the SNES. It was called Space Mega Force. I don't know if Terry's listening, if you remember that game. Uh-huh. It was like... Um, a vertical scrolling shooter where you control the plane, yeah. but it's trippy as fuck because it uses all the snares as like, um, you know, like mode seven and effects. Like one of the levels, there's these like planets that are small and then the balloon up, uh-huh. and there's no sense in it, but it's just really cool. I finished it without using any save states as well, yeah. so it is a fairly easy shooter, uh-huh. but I really, really enjoyed it. So now what I'm setting myself a challenge is to try and find a good shooter on the Mega Drive. Now, the Mega Drive is a it's more famous for its shooters. Space Mega Force is what Snares Drunk thought was the best shooter on the Snares, okay. but you've got like loads for the, uh, the Genesis or the Mega Drive, so I'm going to try and find one on that. Okay. And I've played through Final Fight Free, which Snares Drunk said was a great side on scroll and beat him up. And it was just dull. Yeah. It was really boring. I finished it as well without using um save states. Didn't one of the characters from Final Fight rock up in Streets of Rage, is that right? Or is it am I wrong with that? No, because uh, Streets of Rage is um it's it's a, a snare um a Sega game. It's oh. their version of Final Fight, really. So what did someone from Final Fight rock up in a fighting game then? I Street Fighter. Oh, well, there you go. Right, here, go. Oh, it? Right, right. here goes in like a, a wrestling spin-off by... Ah. Is it... Who makes... Capcom. So, so Capcom, I. And we played that on the fighting game special, I remember. The, the, the wrestling... Ver- yeah, 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 I remember. So here goes meant to be the um the whole ge- the whole story of Final Fight is... Here goes the mayor. He's a, uh-huh. um, he's a wrestler. Uh-huh. And uh, he's basically, as the, the franchise goes on, he gets more and more like Zangief. Right, he does right. a spinning pile driver in this yeah, game. Right. And he's got that spinning lariat, you know, yeah, yeah. your wife's favourite move of, <laughs> of, uh, fight, of Street Fighter. In and out of the gaming world, just to bring it back to seven. <laughs> well, to bring it back to some sort of romance or something, in Final Fight at the first one, you're the mayor and your daughter's been kidnapped. Uh-huh. And it's either Cody or Guy, one of the other oh, yes. characters, is her, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that's why you go on this rampage across the streets, mm-hmm. kicking some shit. Would you say you show a lot of rage during this rampage across the streets? Like, would you, no, because these, that would, would remind me of it. Before the rage, <laughs> it would be final. It's the final fight across <laughs> the streets. Yep. Actually, that's the game. The first game that it has a bonus section where you smash a card uh, to pieces, which Street Fighter then used it in there. It all comes together nicely. So that's what I've been playing. What about Transistor? Oh yeah, I got recommended that, and uh, I just didn't click with it okay it, i finished it uh-huh. it's by the people who made bastion so oh. it's got an annoying voiceover oh, fuck yep me. bit like this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> what have i been playing i'll tell you yeah celeste so class after What's our opinion? christmas special it was free brilliant it was free uh games of gold so i downloaded it and finished it mm-hmm. well played all the way through and i was a class i finished the game didn't collect all the strawberries and stuff. I try to, but I yeah. got loads. And then it goes, oh, look, nice one. I, now you can go into the core of the mountain. But you've got to do something to unlock the core of the mountain. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, nah. So same, I might at some point go back to it, but I don't know how to get in and I can't be bothered. Same thing happened to me. And 
a similar thing happened with Shovel Knight where I thought, I've had my fun. Yeah. I don't really want to, to go that deeper. But there's something that really sticks in my mind with Celeste where at the start it says, oh, you don't have to pick up the strawberries. Yeah. Oh, don't bother about them. And then right at the end, you, your pal makes a strawberry pie or something. Yeah. And because I'd only collected like three strawberries, I was like, your strawberry pie is pretty shit. Did it? And it oh. really sticks in my mind that it's a right... Fuck well, off to the, you. Well, not to be a dick or anything, but my strawberry pie apparently was the best I've ever tasted. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, <laughs> I collected, that's something. I, <laughs> I collected loads. I collected every strawberry that I came across. Uh, but uh, <laughs> seen that video. Um, but I must have missed loads. I just didn't see them. So there's loads. Like I went back to the, to the first level to, to collect all the ones went through the first level again and I'd still missed like 10 or something stupid like that. So do you have to collect loads of strawberries to get into the mountain, to get into the core? I, can't, I can't remember. No, I think it's more to do with the, um, there's, is the t- cassettes or something you pick oh, up right. and Beast, then retro yeah, ones so. which are absolutely rock because they're yeah. based on the original game which was a Flash game and they oh, used right. that. Okay. I mean, I loved it. I really loved it. I thought it was really taxing and rewarding but it outstayed its welcome a bit, I think. When I got to the end, I was like, ah, how can we finish now? Yeah, it's a tough... Uh, it's funny, I was looking at Nyla's uh, Twitter page and he, I don't think he gets on with uh, Celeste at all. No. And I was just wondering, like, what is it you don't like about it? Yeah. Which it Let me know. Yeah. Resident Evil 2. I've got that. I'm uh, jealous of that. That's the game I'm playing through at the minute. It's fucking brilliant. It's genuinely terrifying. The zombies... They've got shit on their pants. So that's the sort of detail that you've got uh-huh. to. So you've actually got brown staining on it. Because if you die, you're going to shit yourself more often than not. So they've actually put that in there, which is a lovely, lovely touch by the developers. Uh-huh. It's brilliant, though. It's absolutely brilliant. It's it's familiar in a really nice way. So it's obviously a remake, but it doesn't feel like it's the same game, if you know what I mean. It is the same game, but it doesn't feel like the same game. Mm-hmm. It's 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 great. Really, really enjoying it. Looks amazing. I will be getting it. Um, I, it's on my list. There's some genuinely like absolutely shit your pants bits. Like I've, where because I'm playing with a headset. Oh, we've got uh, Kelly bought a couple of Amazon Echoes. Mm-hmm. Alexa, that'll piss people off because uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think it'll be very long before people are actually banned from doing that on the radio and stuff like that. Saying Alexa because it'll. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, we've got a couple of them and. At first, I was like, oh, what's the point? But now, I'll go into the living room and I'll say, Alexa, Xbox time. And it dims the lights, because you bought the bulbs as well. Dims the lights to 25%. Wow. Turns the Xbox on, turns the TV on, and I'm ready to go. That's pretty cool, yeah. That's very cool. Because I, I was with you before you added extra detail to that, because yeah. I was like, what's, the, what's the fucking point? It's really, it's really useful, actually. You just say, like talk radio and stuff and it'll put the radio on for you I don't think the um, bulbs in my sitting room could get uh, dim 25% because they're so fucking we have to buy new bulbs it's £15 per bulb is it uh, so that's why I was like, I'm practically paying that at the minute anyway yeah. I, I, me house that I live in the fucking whoever put the like the lighting uh-huh. the bulbs are so expensive these mm. spotlight bulbs and the energy rating on them is the worst energy rating you can get Absolute nightmare. Get it so thanks then. a lot to the fuckers that sold that house to us. <laughs> the last game I want to talk about is the one that you alluded to earlier, Apex Legends. So Respawn have made a BR, a Battle Royale. It's set in the Titanfall universe. Mm-hmm. It feels a lot like, or kind of looks aesthetically a bit like uh, Evolve, in my opinion, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing necessarily. 
it's a nice change to the regular battle royales. It's first person though, which I do like third person mode in like battlegrounds and stuff. But at first I just thought, nah, don't like it because I was shit at it. Right. And then I had, I've had a few games and last night I had a game and I was actually doing Arid. I got a couple of kills. Cool. Finished like third or something like that, I think. But it's in squads, so it's like, it's not, you can't solo at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's massively geared towards microtransactions, which is fair enough. It's free. Yes. But the way they've done it, they've launched with so many uh, skins, um, banners for your, your... So it's, it's they've obviously done it so that everything that you'll see while the game's loading up, it's you can customise. So you've got like a card that sits behind your character when the game's loading up. And on that, you can customise it with different trackers and stuff so you can show how many kills you've got show how far you've travelled and stuff like that but there's also loads of different types of cards you can have there's loads of different like I say skins for your character skins for the guns if you pick up someone else's gun who, who's like got, got a skin on it you can actually examine it by pressing left on the d-pad and he holds a gun up and looks at it mm-hmm. so they've really thought really hard about the microtransaction bit of it so it's going to be successful it's going to be a massive success because mm-hmm. it's it's catered towards I would say it's it's like an Overwatch. It's the, the people who play Overwatch, it's kind of, I think you'll get a lot of people gravitating from there because it's got a similar aesthetic. And yeah, I think it's going to be Yeah, massive. because each character has a special, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that's like, kind of like cool. Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get a, a special move that you can use, but then there's an ultimate version of it as well. So it's kind of like Rainbow Six Siege as well. Mm-hmm. If, if Siege, if Rainbow Six Siege was going to have a battle royale, they would have characters who have individual abilities and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I'm not particularly good at it, but I'm going to keep at it. Um, I've been streaming on Twitch the last couple of nights, and I've had three viewers. Oh. Uh, Dave, who I mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. El Chapo's been watching from his, her prison cell. <laughs> El Chapo actually told me that it's it's good to watch while she's feeding her human child, um, because she can't do anything else while she's doing that, obviously, because the, the child's quite young. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, that might be a bit too much information, but if you share anything with me, I'm going to share it with the world. So fuck it, you know what I mean. So I was El Chapo, but if you tell me something, I'm going to tell. <laughs> how how should he she got a a human child in prison? Although they can smuggle quite a lot of things in prison. Can't yeah, just uh, he she smuggled it in, smuggled him in. But yeah, um, I, I quite enjoyed streaming actually because obviously I'm hilarious, so I'll carry it with that respect. Maybe okay. I'll just start streaming and just make money off that. Right, yeah. Good luck with that. So all I need is each viewer to pay their way. So I've got three viewers to live comfortably each month. I'm going to need, what, a minimum of like 20 grand, maybe? that I could Just just gaming, that would be nice, wouldn't it? So if each viewer could pay, what's that going to be per view? We'll work out the figures and I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> Well, that's the end of the gaming news. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just briefly, I noticed on Netflix that uh, Night Flyers has started up a series. Oh, yes. I had a quick look and it's had terrible reviews. Oh, dear. But it corresponds with something interesting. I've been listening to a lot of George R. R. Martin's um, audio books, his short stories. All right. And there's one that he's... I'm forgetting the name of the book, but essentially what the book's like is... He'll write a chapter explaining where he, like what he was at this point in his life, mm-hmm. and then he would you have 
free of his short stories than it does again and uh-huh. again. So I've I've learned quite a lot about him, like how he's he started off like writing for fanzines and stuff like that, and uh, he's he's he wrote for um, Beauty and the Beast, then uh-huh. the Twilight Zone and stuff like that. One of the stories that is supposedly is his most famous story before Game of Thrones came along is called uh, Sand Kings, uh-huh. which they made into an Outer Limits episode. But when I looked on Wikipedia about the changes they made to it, it was ridiculous because the story of Sand Kings is absolutely class. Uh-huh. I, I listened to that uh, audiobook and it was amazing. I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I have a boring job in case people yeah. are interested. But um, yeah, it it's really been interesting and such a strange coincidence that I'm half the way through the short story of Night Flyers, which it isn't really that short. It's like about five hours long. Uh-huh. I'm half the way through that, and the had me. He, he says in the build up to it because obviously this was made before the series came to Netflix that um there was a film made of Night Flyers before. Like the series has come out, and the film's meant to be a lot of balls as well. So, <laughs> a uh, good story then. The the story's pretty good, actually. I think he's an interesting writer because his short stories they don't really have much connection to the things I like about Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. He did mention that his three famous, uh, his three favorite writers are H.P. Lovecraft, Tolkien, and um, Heinlein. You know the guy who made. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Starship, Starship Troopers, Troopers uh, and have spacesuit will travel is his favorite book. It's okay. like a it's Heinlein. Is it, is it Heinlein? That's how you uh, I'm just it. trying to see where the book is on my shelf, unless it's downstairs. Yeah, I think it is. It's something like that. I can't remember. It's uh, yeah. I'm sure the listeners will let me know. So he writes that that right anyway. He he writes young adult stuff, and mm-hmm. he also writes adult stuff. The the like um, Starship Troopers and. Uh, there's there's more that he's more famous for because he's won loads of awards. Yeah. Um. So like it's quite interesting, like finding out what like his writing style and like where he comes from and stuff like that. Um. I've enjoyed Guardians was another short story that was really good uh-huh. that I liked. One called, I think it was called Meat Man or something, which was absolutely horrible. The yeah. storyline was horrible. It was science fiction because he writes science fiction, horror and fantasy, high fantasy. And um, yeah, it's just a weird coincidence. I, it's funny because I do want to try and watch the series, but why do I really want to watch something that's getting such bad reviews? Yeah, yeah. cool, mm-hmm. excellent, great. Thank you very much for sharing that. And we will now move on to the next part of this episode. Yeah. <laughs>
It's community challenge time. Particularly sexy game this one, wasn't it? It's called Slidey. <laughs> mm, slidey. So, Ross, what do you think about this game? It was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, brilliant. I had some issues where it felt like it wasn't really fair. Okay. And like, well, it just felt, if you think about it, trying to get the score multipliers in the game, it just mm-hmm. felt like there wasn't much. Are you setting up your score here? Oh, definitely. <laughs> are. It's another variation of Tetris, I guess, for anyone who hasn't, who's interested in this segment, but who hasn't played it. It, yeah, it, uh-huh. it was very similar to the last game we played, really. Yeah. I kind of the producer deliberately chose this one because the last one was so successful mm-hmm. and it'll probably be just another variation on Tetris for the next one as well <laughs> um, yeah it's similar to the last one except it's got the multipliers and stuff it's a bit more slick and enjoyable that's what it yeah it's got special blocks as well aye some special blocks that you can utilise to get more points and stuff mm-hmm. so you have to slide your, bo- your blocks uh, left and right to make ones drop down or make ones underneath kind of fit in and stuff. So it's quite simple. It's mm-hmm. interesting. There was an update. Did you get the update that allowed you to change your skin to cats? Aye. Yeah. yeah. Bit weird, but okay. So let's move on to scores. Mm-hmm. We had quite a few submissions. Let's just count them quickly. And two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen scores. Cool. So last place, dead last. Take hazard a guess at who that was. Me? No, no, it wasn't. You, you did quite well, Ross. Oh, In fact, you, you did very well, Ross. Ah, oh, nice. You start thinking about who you might say. Just I'm going to throw a scenario at you. Say you won, uh, and you got the voucher. Oh, what would you do with it? You just think about that before we get to the end of okay. this particular segment. Ooh. So last place, unfortunately, was Chris Dubbs. Unlucky pal. Good email though. Yeah. You got two thousand five hundred ninety-eight. Uh, bringing up the rear with Chris Dubbs was Triple Chocolate X, the third. Uh, she got 3,657. Mm-hmm. Retro Mikey next was 6,309. Then the lovely Life Bath herself, 7,323. Next up, you may have thought I'd forgotten about him, but I hadn't. Ethel the Frog, 10,430. Get yeah, him, so. good. Well done. Hey, he's moving up the ranks. Lovely. Mexican boy number two is up next <laughs> with 12,057 points. And we've got Chris with 12,734 points. Sarah Connor, 13,196. These scores are mad, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And you've got me, 16,340. And we have Abelend, Abelend, <laughs> with 17,343 points. Now we've got into the top four here. Right. Final four. In fourth position, before we get to the top three, you've got Ross with uh, 8,516. You got me hopes. Up. I, was, I was drinking that sorry. free cup. Sorry, babe. Oh, that, so that's what you would have done with it. You would have done yeah. with it. Oh, oh no, I would have. Uh, I would, have, I would it. Give, it, give it to you. When now you, that I haven't won. You and I. <laughs> you On and a I. special date. I'll tell you what, just to apologise for that daft joke, I'll buy you a coffee oh. at an unspecified date in the future. <laughs> right, I'll hold you that. In third position, position, sex games, Tim, 19,611. Excellent effort, Tim. Well done. Unfortunately, the gap between third and second mm-hmm. is vast. Is it? Sex games. Sex vast. Oh. There's a massive gap. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, Ross, that's sick. Oh, what? You're dirty. You're dirty. <laughs> so, uh, El Chapo, 
Oh, I didn't build that up too much, did I? <laughs> El Chapo was in second place with 36,115. So who's in first place? Again, a huge, huge gap between second and first. Massive. You have... Who haven't we mentioned yet? Is your, is your bro? He didn't submit one. Uh. He mustn't have had time. I don't know. He's a busy guy. Who else could it be? Um, Can I put you out your misery? Yes, please. T1000. Oh, back from the... Back from the future. The molten lava. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> 71,320. T1000 submitted that score. She, she was... Waste was ending mankind's run on this <laughs> earth. Radio silence for a long time from, from T1000. I sent a message thinking, are you going to submit a score? What's it going to be? Thinking maybe she'd had a bad run. Didn't really want to submit yeah. anything. And then unleashed that bad boy, 71,000. And then radio silence again. So just dropped it. Yeah. And mic dropped. Dropped the mic out and then just stormed off. So we'll get a voucher on its way to you, T1000. Congratulations. Incredible effort. Yeah. Applaud. 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 Let's actually applaud. What else does that sound like? Oh, come on, man. That's right. Okay, Ross, that's the end of the first part of this Sexy Stroke Love sexy stroke love special. Mm-hmm. But before we do finish, shall we have a special sexy edition of the Sensi Soaks? I don't know if it's going to be sexy, Make it but sexy. there's a few bombshells. <gasps> so, are you ready? Bombshells. Bombshells, huh? <laughs> Sex it up, Ross. I'm not sexing it up. Okay. It, it doesn't need it. Can it's I, it's in, pure can I... dynamite, this. But <laughs> I, I do need your help Uh-oh. later on. Okay. Because I am synonymous with bad pronunciation of okay. words. Yeah. And I will need your help near the end of this. Yeah. So stick. So don't just your... glaze over. Okay. Should I be your right hand man? Yeah. Don't Sex- make that sexy. sexy no. Uh, come on then. <sighs> I've been watching on Netflix. Oh, God, this is going to be a big yeah. update. <laughs> I've been watching on Netflix. I've been watching um, Sunderland Till I Die. Okay. Me and my girlfriend watched that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened to Sunderland was strange that season. You know how they went down from the Premiership. I remember And then well, they yeah. got relegated again. They had an atrocious time. It, really good documentary, by the way. Atrocious, according to them. Aye. <laughs> well, I, you know, I took no pleasure out of it when I was watching it because it was fascinating to see. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it kind of mirrored what the fuck was happening on the Amiga uh-huh. to me at Hartlepool. Uh-huh. I could not fucking win. Right. Like, I just couldn't do it. It was a computer cheating. I bet you a couple of times you went, fucking play fair. It did feel that way. Uh, like, I was having so much trouble. And what happened is we've had a long period off mm-hmm. and I perhaps could have played the game more, but I finished at a point where I feel is perfect for the story. Mm-hmm. And I will obviously, I'll be going back to it. So, okay. you know, everyone can breathe a sigh of relief there. <laughs> so I was having a horrible time, I think. In fact, Brian Horn, he's called, was me keeper. Brian Horn. And he is literally he was he was having a laugh yeah like, it was just like i got six one i got beat by wrexham <laughs> what the fuck man was it on a wet wednesday it, <laughs> and uh so i then changed my formation and i put my substitute keeper in right what did, what formation did you go for i went uh i went for three five two oh, that's where you go filled right? the filled the um the midfield okay 
That's a continental sort of. Uh, that's the sort of thing Rafa would do. Or do you... one of the other foreign managers. Foreign managers. Yeah. So, I then got a letter from the chairman, mm-hmm. basically giving us shit, uh-huh. saying, "Come on, you need to turn things around." Uh-huh. Still carried on getting beat. Then I got a letter saying I had three games to turn it around. Wow, an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Oh I was God. I was uh, third bottom, uh-huh. and I was playing bottom. I beat them one nil. So I was like, lifeline, get in. The next game, I drew ones each. Uh-huh. And I was so tempted to, like, you know, fix it so that I would win. Uh-huh. You know, just keep saving oh, it, you know. Oh. I'd never do that, though. So. Yeah, that would have been naughty. But you are a bit of a naughty boy, aren't you? The last game yeah. of the three, mm-hmm. I got beat 5-3. <gasps> oh, my God. I had three penalties during that game. <laughs> I missed one of them. Oh. And um an eight goal thriller. Let's just put it this way. A joystick broke. A no. joypad broke. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day the other one broke. Oh, now I'll leave oh. it to people like if they want to think that I threw it across the room and stuff. Yeah. I didn't, but okay. But maybe that's why I was doing bad. Maybe them joypads were on the way out. Did you have to get some polyfiller the next day? To fill in any brand new holes? <laughs> no, no. So this is the letter that I got. That's what you that. want me to read. No. Oh, right. there, there'll be something later. Okay, right. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna pause after this for mm-hmm. a little bit to ask you a few questions. Memo from the club chairman, dear Mister Blood. It is with great regret that the board and I have decided to relieve you of your duties. Relieve you. Line. You're sacked. Best <laughs> regards, the, your chairman. <laughs> Just in case you weren't sure what I meant by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you moron. I mean, you didn't understand anything else I was saying about trying to win games. P.S. Your P45 is in the post. So ne- that's never happened to me in the game. No. Through a combination of me being better at the game back then, and also I wouldn't have put up with like going on these runs. Uh-huh. If I wasn't doing it for this, I w- why would any man do that to themselves? Or, or woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't have to be gender biased. Why would any like <laughs> life form on this planet do this to themselves? Or any other planet. Yeah, I don't want to be humanist. <laughs> so that happened. And then I was like, well, what happens now? Do, is a game over? Yeah. Now, bear in mind, in the game, you can look, you can, I think it's 20 years you get. And you can go through your years to mm-hmm. see who your top goal scorer was, what your position was, what team and stuff. Yeah. You know, you get um, different clubs investing in that. So it's not game over. <laughs> Uh-oh. I now have two job offers. Wow. And this is where I need Tom's help. Okay. I also would like anyone... Well, actually, I was going to say I would like people's opinions on which club I should go with, but yeah. that would that would take too long because I'm going to be making this decision myself. Yeah. Well, you, you could still submit your decision. We'll just completely ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to pass my, my phone to Tom, and s- these are the two job offers, right? Be careful not to swipe left and see inevitably a dick pic. Mm-hmm. Probably not, Ross. Okay, so he's got two job offers. One job offer is from... Tevalte Tallinn. <laughs> right. I can see where you're going with this. Two is from Pardo Bova. 
Pardo Pardo Garva Riga right <laughs> sounds like a pasta dish and now could you imagine me having to like say this every time I, I think, think whatever club I go to I'm just gonna fucking like um, make a just give them a give pet them a name, name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've googled these and the game I, I can't remember which one's which but one both teams don't exist anymore <laughs> right. right Okay. and one only existed for like two years anyway right and they didn't exist during that game. Like, I think it's 1996, 97, uh-huh. and they didn't exist at that point. Wow. Well, they must have low expectations then if they only existed for two years. Uh, that's so <laughs> Just come in and do what you can, mate. Honestly, we don't <laughs> yeah. really care. We're just, we're shutting down. <laughs> just as could you paint the toilets whilst you're like... <laughs> oh, right. Wow. That's quite a dramatic update. Isn't it? I was wow. surprised the game has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sacked. I, I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Best regards, the chairman. So, did you have? Were you, were the, did you say there were some questions you wanted to ask me? I was going to say, which club do you think do you I that? should go? I which one? Which one isn't around? Uh, which one is was only around for like two years or something? I think it's the one that's slightly easier to say. Right. I like the sound of the one that sounds like a pasta dish. The second one, <laughs> just because that's harder to say, and I think that would be funnier. <laughs> um, second one. That's what I would recommend. But don't let that sway your decision. I'll just be immensely disappointed if you don't choose a second one. And I'll be uh, I'll be also updating people when the actual season ends. I will spy to see if Hartlepool, after sacking me, yeah. managed to stay up. Because mm. there's part of the vindictive part of me is just like, nah, fuck I hope yes. the fucking went down. Yeah, I mean, what yes. were they expecting? Oh, it went down. That's a sexy term. So that's uh, sensible soccer over with. Fantastic. And for those who thought, oh, maybe if he gets sacked, he won't have to talk about it anymore. Well, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, I mean, what happens if I go to these clubs and I can't like do anything good? How many seasons were you with them? Uh, two. I got the game, them. I got them up. The game essentially can last for twenty years. I think it's it made uh, for some reason the two. Is that when it starts resetting and recycling all the names and stuff? Or does it just end then? No. You are dead. <laughs> no, what's particularly funny about the game is that the teams don't change. No one ages anything. Right. The, you know, like player manager, how they make up new players and stuff. Oh. They don't do that in sensible soccer. Yeah. It, this, everything just stays frozen in time. Because you start getting like Johnny Shearer and stuff like that. You don't get there. that. Well, you do to a small, small extent because like, say, say I was in the premiership, right? Yeah. We're Hartlepool. And I thought, fuck it. I'm just going to buy all the players from Man United. Yeah. So I just dragged all the... Like, I bought them all legitimately. Because they don't even... Sometimes they refuse, but I think it de- depends how well your team is, right? I think I think from memory, they'll make up players to replace in their squad. Right. So they might make up some player who's just as good as fucking... Andy Cole, who's Ryan. now called Andrew Cole. Ryan Goggs. Uh, Ryan Goggs. So that's it. That's Sensible Soccer. And I will be taking over one of those clubs and I'll see what I do. Okay. Um, I neglected to do the Sensi Soaks theme tune, so I'll quickly do it now. Do you want to join in? No. Sensi Soaks. Sensi Soaks. Sensi Soaks. It's Sensi Soaks. Oh! I had to just to put you out in as well. That's the finish end. off. <laughs> to what? Finished us off. Finish off. What a lovely way to end this first part of this episode with a, another little sexy pun. Well, that's it. Yep. Great. Brilliant. 
we'll see you all in part two. That's it. Yep. Great. Brilliant. We'll see you all in part two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I quickly got that in there before you start pouring.